and welcome back everybody to the just one more level podcast i am your co-host christian and i'm your co-host john and this week we played a little bit of john's pick alien isolation yes very excited about it um so let's get right into it alien isolation yeah is a game that came out in 2014 and Uh it is set 15 years after the events of the first alien film um if you guys don't know what that is what are you guys doing it's a (laughs) very 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 popular film franchise that has spanned six films um two additional spinoff films where it meets up with another alien the predator right and multiple video games and comic books and different things like that so it takes place 15 years after the first alien film and several decades before the second alien film aliens um you play as amanda ripley who is the daughter of ellen ripley the protagonist from most of the films and you get to hear a little bit about amanda ripley in the director's cut of aliens but not in the theatrical edition little fun fact for you but in the director's cut which is what most people know because that's what was on cable the most often Mm -hmm. it is stated that amanda ripley lived out her life in peace and then passed away just before ellen gets awoken by awoken from cryo sleep at the beginning of the second movie however in this game you learn that that wasn't entirely true amanda had some adventures of her own which is so where this game this up. is canon then i believe so yes okay because i so for anybody who doesn't know john is a huge film buff uh yep. he loves all kinds of films a lot of older films i mm-hmm. also enjoy a lot of films but i don't watch much older films so right. as far as the alien franchise goes i know very little i've mm-hmm. had some exposure from pulp pop culture and things like that obviously and i've seen i think alien versus predator Mm -hmm. um and i'm pretty sure that's it as far as what's officially part of the alien universe so like i recognize the ripley name and i recognize Mm -hmm. aliens of course but i i didn't know like any of the story going into it so Mm -hmm. i had no idea that this was canon at all i thought this was completely made up for the game i didn't realize she even had a daughter um like in the in the film universe so that's very Mm -hmm. interesting to me mm-hmm. um so uh but like i was saying you play as amanda ripley and you are summoned by an android character here to go to a space station called the sevastopol space station Wait, and what do you mean android character oh uh, he's an android what yeah and, well it's it's fair to reason in the alien universe in general anyone with a british accent is an android but uh, <laughs> um he uh yeah he's uh he's an android and you they hint at that but but you kind of have to be up and up on alien lore to get that from this opening cutscene. But they do hint at it in the cutscene a little bit, the way Amanda like talks to him and treats him. Um, in the alien films, it's widely known that Ellen Ripley is not a fan of androids. She's kind of prejudiced. And that's because in the first movie, um, the android on board her ship, who is undercover as a human, um, doesn't he doesn't malfunction, but he's in on the plan, which is the the company wants to get a hold of the alien to do secret research on it. So the company has has uh, sent their ship to collect this alien and they consider the crew to be expendable. So I didn't even know androids were a thing in the universe, let alone that he was one. You just blew my mind. (laughs) So um, so (laughs) the android at the end of the first movie starts trying to kill off the crew to preserve the life of the creature because Um, spoilers, but uh (laughs) Spoilers yeah, for, for the first movie that's been out since 1979. Um, hey, I've never seen it. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, spo- spoilers. Um, 
it's it's uh it's a big creature it tries to eat people um yeah well i mean i i again i knew that obviously <laughs> but i didn't know that there were androids trying to save the life part. of the aliens and things like that um, yeah yeah wow okay yeah, well, so this you is get, uh, you should have encountered a little of that in the in the time that you played with the uh the working joes on the station the robots um I think uh, by the time that you played, I think you said you played about hour and a half, hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, roughly an hour and twenty minutes. No, um, I as far as I know, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw somebody get killed and they bled like a human, so I'm assuming they were human. Oh, okay. Uh, and okay. then I got killed by an alien, and <laughs> that's kind of that's why I played over the hour because I kind of wanted to see what the scary bit was. So right. once I finally got that scare of killed being killed by an alien, I was like, okay, I can finally cut it now um, oh, okay. so no i mean maybe i was close to the android stuff but no i, I had no idea man yeah um so to uh try to avoid going into spoilers i'll just kind of basically sum up the gameplay um mm -hmm. i have played this game before uh, a long time ago uh when it first came out or very soon after it first came out in 2014 um and i played a good bit of it back then um i didn't play as much this time obviously because uh we only play the first hour or so for the podcast but right. um i'm very familiar with how the entire story of the game plays out because i i just had to know at the time i didn't have any way to play the game so i watched let's players um complete the game because i had to know how the story turned out and everything like that so i'll try to sidestep spoilers as as much as i can but um let's just uh trying to think of how to go into this story um so i already introduced it a little bit um you yes yeah, so i mean go to the station and uh yeah. when, when you finally get there you're there to recover the flight recorder from the ship of the first movie which right. has supposed information from your mother ellen ripley um right. and when you get to the station you realize that per alien tradition something has gone terribly wrong yes. and there there is an alien loose so yeah there's an accident you are separated from your ship and now you basically have to find a way back to your ship and survive right. um that's that's kind of that's the story of it as right. far as the first hour or so goes right i as john was mentioning i'm sure there's a lot more if you are up and up on the lore of alien i'm sure there's a lot of little things you could pick up on here and there yes. i obviously am not so that's pretty much all i knew now mm -hmm. i knew the obvious stuff like whenever i saw this wrecked ship i knew like oh obviously there's aliens on this ship <laughs> like right. i knew right. that much like that sort mm -hmm. of thing so having the alien jump out and murder me that was no surprise but right. i i like the android thing just as an example i i never would have guessed that i had no clue mm -hmm. um I didn't know that this was canon with the film universe. None of that. So that's right. cool. That makes the game a little bit more cool to me that it is part of the like an official part of the overall universe, at least. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if that was explicitly intended, but mm -hmm. they did do a good job of making this storyline fit into the film universe. Gotcha. Um, it, it, nothing was just kind of like made up or uh, thought up out of the blue. And they do a good job later on in the series of providing Easter eggs that tie it even more to the first film mm. um, 
again, not to go into spoilers, but as you learn more about this MacGuffin of a flight recorder that you're supposed to come retrieve, there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs that try to tie it back into the first film. Gotcha. Um, as far as game design goes, I cannot rave enough about how beautiful this game is, especially for the time. Yes, and for the how... time it came out, it is stunning. Yeah, and how close they got it to yeah. the original uh, ship, the, the ship that you initially wake up on, which if you're watching the video footage is what Christian is exploring right now, hmm. is almost an exact replica of the Nostromo, of the oh, main cool. from yeah. the from the Nostromo. It's not... See, again, that's but, the sort of thing I had no idea. So that's cool. That's interesting. Um, they they actually make... Uh, if, again, if you're watching the video, you see Christian moving past the medbay here, and uh, he's about to talk to the Samuels character, maybe? Yes. Nope. Um, nope. He's going to skip it for now. <laughs> but anyway, when you talk to the Samuels character, which, like I said, was the, the android, um, he and Ellen, Ellen, Amanda, actually exchange a brief conversation about how the sh- class of the ship you're on is the exact same class as the Nostroma. Mm. Um, so they, they wanted to call attention to that. So all of the wonderful retro futuristic sci-fi, um, which Ridley Scott, the director of the first film, became so famous for, is on wonderful display here. There's tons of DRT monitors and green and black computer screens, and everything is very clunky, very cyberpunk the whole time. Um, right. It's it's beautiful. The production design on this game and how they executed the graphics work is amazing. I read that they actually built their own engine for this game from the from the ground up. Well, they uh, certainly did a good job with it. I mean, I don't know how well it ran on hardware back then, but on modern day hardware at least it runs fantastically and besides some little things here and there like environmentally the game Mm -hmm. does look amazing like i cannot argue with that at all there are some Mm -hmm. things that have certainly gotten better like the there was a shower that you could get in and the water didn't look amazing the faces Mm -hmm. and the facial animations can look a little off sometimes but environmentally the game looks amazing and it runs great um if we can circle back to gameplay though how did you feel about the actual gameplay itself because i mean i enjoyed it don't get me wrong but there were some things that i was a little annoyed about with the gameplay i'll admit yes um, so i'm just uh, interested to hear your thoughts i have subtle gripes but mm-hmm. it's mixed in with a lot of praise yeah. um so i'll start with the praise um i think that this game accomplishes better than any game i've i've ever personally played i know that it has been compared to some other sci-fi horror games that took inspiration from alien originally anyway uh as far as i know that's what i've been told like uh dead space and mass effect mm, i've been told okay. that those types of games are similar survival horror environments um so i haven't had any personal experience with them but for me personally this game is terrifying because i really cater to and really love atmospheric horror mm-hmm. so the original alien film is not a straight up in your face sci-fi action film like the franchise turned into and it's not a slasher horror movie necessarily it builds it's a very slow build it takes a long time to get where it's going but it does a great job doing it and the original concept artist for alien hr geiger did a fantastic job creating these otherworldly environments as well as the retro futuristic art style so it's really 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 amazing for me to see all of those things come together in an interactive environment that i can be immersed Right. And I would agree very much so with with most of what you just said. I for me personally, Dead Space 
was a more engaging, more scary experience. But mm-hmm. I've also completed Dead Space. Right. Uh, so I can't really remember, like, in the first hour okay. or so, was I as engaged? Was I as pulled into the, to the I don't want to say, like, just the scariness of it, but did, right. I, I felt like there was, it was more atmospheric personally. But mm-hmm. again, that may just be because I played that years ago. I don't remember how much the, the first hour pulled me in versus the first hour or so of this game here. But right. it, it is certainly, there were moments where it had you kind of on edge and one thing that i do think that they did exceedingly well was Mm -hmm. using music and sound to kind of pull you into the into the 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 emotional state that they want you to be um there were moments where there didn't seem to be any actual danger at all but because it was dark and there were sounds like off screen that you couldn't see what was creating them and then there would be like this the music would slowly start to get louder and creepier and things like that it did put you in a certain state of mind even if there was no actual danger in the game so I think they yeah. did exceedingly well with that. I can't right. argue at all there. That was the um, uh, that was the next thing I was going to compliment. Actually, was amazing sound design. Yes, you're just yeah. you're exploring the space station. You hear these creaks and this bending metal sound that mm-hmm. sounds like someone is walking up behind you or crawling around in the vents above your head, and yeah. it, you're it, it just creates a really good on edge feeling, like you said, about wondering what's happening around you and where the next threat is going to be coming from, especially right. when. You get further on in the gameplay obviously and you're being chased by the alien you know yeah those sounds will actually turn into oh my god is it is yeah, it actually yeah. <laughs> um, but it builds that from the beginning which like i said being a fan of the franchise is such a great thing to experience because that is the exact feeling they were trying to harness in the first film which is what this is the most like right. um they were trying to harness that slow burn that suspense and i think they've done it they they done it. I think they've done they it. They done it. They done it, ladies and gentlemen. They done, they done it. it. <laughs> I, uh, but I, I have some, I, I have some, some gripes amongst all of that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of this game that is pretty frustrating, and uh, for very good reasons. I've, I've seen people point them out before, and I share them. Um, I think that the pacing is inconsistent, um, and you don't get a lot of that in, in the first hour. Uh, but as the game starts to progress, you do get a little in the first hour. I think that um, some of the, the very long introductions to things. Mm -hmm. Uh, it it could be spaced out a little bit better I feel like they tried to make at least in the first hour or so I feel like they tried to make the game a little too cinematic they brought a little bit too much of that movie experience into the game yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that's where the pacing issues, at least in the beginning, come from. I have no idea for the later parts of the game, but yeah. I will say it wasn't terrible. No, as far as like getting you into the story and things like that. The only pacing issue, and it's probably my one of the biggest gripes that I have with the game, it, mm-hmm. it's pacing related, is how much it has you waiting to do all sorts of stuff. Right, yeah. like if you try to save, it doesn't just pull up the save menu. You have to wait for three lights to blink out, and then right. it'll pull up a menu and then you can save Mm -hmm. if you uh want to take locks off of doors you have to hit a button like five Mm -hmm. times and then you can finally open up uh, locks on doors and things like that yeah it's Mm -hmm. just kind of it it seems a little and that to me (laughs) i i believe it yeah (laughs) i believe it 
I can understand a little bit. Like if you're being chased, then having yeah. this moment of trying to quickly unlock a door, I can understand how that might add to the suspense. But things like saving the game, I don't imagine you'll really be doing that while an alien is chasing you down. So why right. make me yeah. wait to save? Just let me do it already. And, and it's, I think, it's just just little things like that for me. Yeah. And I think in fairness, that's what they were going for. Like they, they were going for that, that immersion. Um, Cause that's how, if you watch movies that are like this or even the alien movie, uh, that's how things kind of play out. People are turning, turning knobs and levers yeah. and uh, pushing buttons in order to do things. So they, they wanted to try to bring that element into it. But I, I will admit like, why, why do you have to pop the lock, turn your wrench and then hit a pull a pull a exactly. lever? In order and if to it was that. just an animation, then that would be fine, but it's right. not, it, it makes you do it by hand and it's not like it's a challenging thing or anything so what's the point again right. i can understand maybe when you're being chased by an alien or something like that but at the same time i don't think you really would have lost much of the effect if it was just you have to wait for this animation to finish um mm -hmm. and if the alien's too close to you you'll die because the animation couldn't complete in time or whatever it just right. seemed a little a little a little a little bit much to me um yeah the other thing for me personally was the it is obvious how much different the pre-rendered cutscenes and the gameplay was mm -hmm. um, from like a visual perspective. It just it doesn't blend very well. It's, yeah. It really takes you out of the experience every time it cuts to one of those pre-rendered cutscenes. And while yeah. they look good, like they look really mm -hmm. well done, it just they don't clash well together and that was that was my only other serious gripe about the game other than the menus that's my and third that and last gripe been, that may have been a um a product of its time when this game came out it was uh one of the the first few titles that were available for the new consoles at launch mm -hmm. um the, the playstation 4 had just come out uh so this was one of those games that had a ps3 release but everybody bought it on the ps4 so right. um and a lot of games that come out of at launch for new systems um they take a lot of time trying to completely utilize every little bite left in that system to really sell it because it's a it's a new generation game you gotta you gotta get all the new cool stuff that this system can do so um they really tried to lean into sweat on the person's face and the dynamic lighting and all of the the cool stuff like that so i feel like that might be where they were going with some of these cutscenes. but yeah it's i just think of like other games that would have came out around the same time that did it so much better i guess sure. is kind of what i'm thinking games like the the new tomb raider reboots for instance right. where there are cutscenes, but the cutscenes are all in engine so they just blend from one like you can literally have the camera just like spin around and now you're in the game from a cutscene or whatever because right. the cutscene is using the exact same assets playing out in real time and things like that instead of being all pre-rendered mm -hmm. um and I, it's just that sort of clash you know i mean you've seen it a lot in older games when they didn't necessarily have the power to make a good looking real-time cutscene but right. by the time the ps4 came out even the ps3 they had the technology they could have made it all in engine and right. just had it not pull you out of the experience so much right. um but like i said that uh, honestly that's the most minor of the three gripes uh it just kind of was one thing that i noticed and i was just, just kind of like why did they do yeah. that you know so yeah yeah um i have uh, a, a very uh, another very small one with um difficulty now mm, okay 
there is a difficulty slider on this game. You can play it in easy mode, which I did, uh, just because I wanted to get the best, the most out of my experience. Uh, I wasn't playing for my own benefit of challenging myself. I was trying to play so I could explore as much of it as I could in an hour. And I will say that the distance between save stations, especially when you are being chased by an enemy, yeah. can be kind of exhausting. Really. <laughs> because- um, there's puzzles uh, and different things that they have you do while you're doing it with a huge emphasis on stealth, which is yeah. another strength of the game that I'll go into in a second. But they have you do these puzzles and you have to get from point A to point B. And when you really get into the game, the alien learns from you. It has a mm. very sophisticated AI. So if you use the same technique to evade the alien over and over, it will learn that and account for it. That's cool. That's really cool, and, actually. Yeah. And then go after you in a different way. So it can be a very big challenge to try to just evade the alien. So you're spending like 35 minutes just crawling around in vents and ducking behind doorways to try to get away from this thing and using little clever things like flash flashbang grenades and noisemakers and different things like that to distract it. And then after you've done all of that, you still have half your puzzle to do. <laughs> so you got to spend 20 minutes running around the station completing your puzzle and then you find the next save point. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> See, I never would have guessed that from the time that I had played the first yeah. hour or so. There's so many save points, like just there constantly are, yeah. throwing save spots at your uh, yeah. at your face. I'm honestly surprised to hear that about later in the game. I guess I it makes it's... sense because you can't really save so much in the middle of like being chased. That right. just generally doesn't work out too well. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. But I just, yeah, no, I, I would not have expected that. I think it's like, I mean, the, the save system in general is pretty, pretty similar to like something like Resident Evil. Um, mm-hmm. You just have set points throughout your map that you can save and you collect the resources to do that in Resident Evil. But in this game, you always have your key card so you can always save. It's free. And they're, yeah. Just, yeah, they're just in different points through the map and they are spaced out relatively well. So I think that this might have benefited from a different save system. If okay. instead of instead of doing that, maybe auto saves in strategic places mm-hmm. or something like that because they are spaced out really well in the station but like i was saying if you're if you're running from an alien and you finally find the one thing the key item you've been looking for in this random room but you still have from point a to point b to go in order to utilize that item and the aliens on your tail yeah <laughs> if you lose all of that progress you have it to just go sucks going back and right, doing it all over again track, yeah all that way to find the key item again and evade the alien and then you still have to evade an alien that learns from you <laughs> right. before you can get to the next save point so i think that's kind of a frustrating aspect but like you said that's not very clearly exhibited and uh the amount of time that we played this mm-hmm. that's something that i ran into that was frustrating later in the game um but I, I won't go too much into that what i will compliment what i what i will go back on and compliment is um how how much you learn about stealth play in this game um mm-hmm. when you when you finally get into getting chased by other people on the station or the robots or the alien it is very stealth oriented which perfectly captures that survival horror element that they were trying to bring to the table it you cannot run and gun this game there is never a point in time where you will have plentiful enough resources to just run and gun your way through the whole experience it's not going to happen and i Uh, will say the one time i died was mm -hmm. actually i thought i was safe i didn't even realize that i could be killed by the alien at that point in time and i had walked clear up to where they wanted me to go and Mm -hmm. then i 
realized that I was going to be leaving that area. So I thought maybe I should explore a little bit, see if I missed anything. So I started running mm-hmm. and is it was almost as soon as I started running is when the alien suddenly appeared and, and murdered me. And right. it popped up with a thing about like, hey, running makes more noise. Maybe you shouldn't be running with aliens around or whatever. Right. And so like, yeah, I mean, they you definitely can't just run through everything, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. That's running is literally what killed me in that yeah. instance. So right. And that gets easier. You get like I said uh, before, you get more tools as you go along, mm-hmm. um, which makes uh, opening doors take even longer. Because <laughs> of course, you get, like, yeah. uh, you get like a little hacking tool for keypads, and then you get different kinds of torches, like the plasma cutter and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. saw doors that said you know requires plasma uh, torch, ion torch, yeah, stuff like that. So yeah, the, the, those kinds of things, and um, that all of that takes more time than the wrench. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that, that's fun, but you also get a um a little uh what do you call it oh blipometer mm. Mm, yes the, the blipometer <laughs> uh, a radar uh, yeah like a motion tracker okay you, okay you get a motion tracker um that you can keep you can keep on you it has a hot key you can just flip it up whenever you want to see if that sound you just heard in the vent was atmospheric or if it's the alien so okay that that becomes a, a huge aspect of the game and I actually was talking to christian the first time i played this i screamed bloody murder yeah <laughs> um, and the, the point that i did that was the first time you find the motion tracker the first mm. time you find the motion tracker there's a fake out jump scare with a robot oh. so <laughs> you, you pick it up and you look at it for the first time the game's telling you how to use it and you immediately get a blip right behind you of course yeah so i spun around and that robot's right up in your face <laughs> So oh, that was shit. that got me. But okay, I I love it. I would definitely play just one more level if I'm brave enough. Um, I really really enjoy it. I love everything about it with the exception of those old critiques all of these critiques that i've brought at least are not game breaking critiques they're all just uh low quality of life things that i think could have been improved just from a gameplay aspect mm-hmm. everything else about the game i think looks and feels and plays amazing um especially guys if you're listening to or watching this if you are a fan of the alien movies you will love getting to experience this you might not like everything about it it might not even be your type of game but i would even encourage watching like a let's play if you're a fan of the uh the alien movies so you can see what it's all about and uh experience the environments of it all right so for me i mean i i would play just one more level it's not one of the games that i am going to be playing right away or anything i don't think but mm-hmm. i did enjoy the time i had with it so i would like to play more and it is a style of game that i generally enjoy mm-hmm. for me the the biggest issue was the menus and just the waiting around for things all the time. I feel right. like the UI design in this game was the poorest part of the game, to be honest with you. The way the crafting system works, the, mm-hmm. uh, the just, I don't know. I, I just didn't care for it at all. It wasn't very intuitive, in my opinion, uh, yeah. between switching between things that you're holding and the way you throw things. And you can't pick them up once you throw certain items and things like that. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy that very much. And then not being invested in the lore of alien Mm -hmm. between those two things it's not something that i'm going to be playing right away but it is something that i can certainly see the appeal of that i enjoyed that i would like to play at some point so yeah yeah, i I would i would play with just one more level yeah i really don't know why the radial menu is not toggleable you have to like hold the button right yeah you have to hold the button and then as far as i could tell once you pull out a flare for instance there's mm-hmm. no way to put it away. So you're just yeah. stuck holding this flare in your hand, which was annoying to me. Uh, right. Yeah, you can't toggle 
the radial menu, which is fine, I guess. Mm -hmm. But and just the way the and then like there's a crafting system and but the way the crafting system was laid out in the menus it wasn't very intuitive for what you still needed and what you had and what you could and couldn't craft and mm -hmm. um it's just yeah and like i said the menus i feel like could have used a lot of work but mm -hmm. it is what it is it's not the sort of thing that would stop me from playing the game um mm -hmm. it's just it was just another thing that added to the fact that me not being very invested in the lore means i'm not in a hurry to to play through the game right it took but me yeah. forever just to figure out how to pull up the map i had to google it yeah. it's, not, <laughs> it's not it's not in the input menu which i thought was bizarre like you can pull up a you can pull up in the options the buttons for a controller or the inputs for a keyboard and it just gives you the basic inputs the game right. will give you little uh commands as you're doing different things like when to hit a button but i did not know that tab is the map button which is pull up the map that's yeah. something i struggled to find too near the beginning of the game mm -hmm. um whenever you're you meet up with the commander of the ship or whatever she tells mm -hmm. you to grab your files and sit down mm -hmm. i didn't realize that the files were right there around a little walkway like up another level or whatever right. so i actually explored the whole ship trying to find these files that i thought i had missed somewhere or something oh, and okay. eventually i started just hitting every button on my keyboard until i finally figured out how to pull up the map and mm -hmm. when I did that, I saw there was a blip for the current quest. And that was back in that room that I had just left to uh, right. where she told me to grab the files at. So, yeah, yeah. it would have been nice if it popped up a little bit easier or if it had a more common kind of options menu, right? Wherever, whenever you pause the game or whatever, if it just right. from there, you could see your current quests or a journal or the, the map or whatever. Yeah. And again, that's just those little UI design things, but it, it's not terrible. Yeah. It's like I said, it, it's doable. It's not right. the sort of thing that it's not unplayable is what I'm saying, I guess, just more or yeah. less. It's fine. <laughs> that's kind of my whole experience with the game. Personally, I think there are better games in this genre but right. it's it's a good experience and like john if you're a fan of the series the the mm -hmm. movie series then definitely i think it's the sort of thing you should check out and then even if you're not you might as well play it just to see if you enjoy it i don't right. believe it's an expensive game um, uh, and with it being an older yeah. game i'm sure it goes on sale so yep. yeah yeah it does it does go on sale i know uh christian is not a fan of the epic game store but i i have uh an epic account because my nephew plays Fortnite, so uh, they offer free games all the time, and I actually got this game for free on the Epic Game mm -hmm. Store. So sales and uh, giveaways and things like that for this game do exist. Um, speaking of giveaways, yeah, speaking of giveaways, <laughs> by the time this video goes up, I think you'll have roughly two weeks left for mm -hmm. our Bendy and the Ink Machine giveaway. So mm -hmm. it'll probably be linked in the description and things. If it's not, just go to the Bendy video or podcast or to the Bendy page on our website, and you can find the link for a bendy and the ink machine giveaway there i definitely jump on that guys the sequel is coming out soon we're not sure when we're not affiliated at all so no it's no nope, like we're that. paying for it ourselves but yeah just wanted to give back a little bit to the community but yeah. uh yeah any other thoughts on this game john um no other than delving into the lore and the story and all that kind of stuff which i won't do here because i'd i'd like to try to avoid some spoilers um i just love it that's that's my opinion that's the way it is i'd give it a maybe uh maybe an eight out of ten i'd say okay. i'd say eight out of ten didn't it didn't completely you know it it's it hasn't laid me out i haven't become a prophet for alien isolation <laughs> sure quit, quit my job and i'm preaching the gospel <laughs> 
Um, it was, it's definitely a great experience and it's heightened for me. Eight out of 10 is fair for me. That is mm-hmm. a, that, that's a fair, reasonable assessment that I can give because in my experience, it's heightened because of my previous interests in the franchise right. in general, you know, so to, to be fair with it, the, the UI and the pacing and, uh, save mechanics, bring it down a couple notches from yeah. perfect. Um, I'd say add a eight out of 10, maybe seven and a half out of 10, depending on how frustrated I am with not being able to say right. <laughs> um, yeah and i would say for a fan i would say that's pretty fair personally i mean we don't mm-hmm. normally do scores for these games but uh if yeah. i was to i would say probably roughly a six or seven now mm-hmm. i just want everybody to understand though personally whenever i rate a game mm-hmm. i consider like a an average score actually average so like a five is your average game oh, not okay. like how a lot of review sites or reviewers would be like anything below a seven is shit right that's right. not how i <laughs> consider games so me right. saying this is a five or six, maybe a seven on a good day. I'm mm-hmm. trying to say the game is average, in my opinion. It's right. I don't see it as anything special um, mm-hmm. other than it being very pretty. But I mm-hmm. don't think it's a bad experience either. So, okay. yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so, th- Christian, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitch. Uh, we do the live streams live over on uh, live streams live. We <laughs> do the podcast live okay. most weeks over on Twitch. We're <laughs> working out a schedule to where we can do it kind of uh, more consistently uh, from week to week at uh, maybe not a specific time, but at least a specific day. So look right. forward to announcements uh, concerning that. And mm-hmm. then I have a YouTube channel and Twitter account. I'm not very active on them, but you can find links in the descriptions and things for those as well as of course the just one more podcast uh website i do video game reviews and short stories and things like that on there so you can check me out over there how about you john uh pretty much the same deal you can find me on instagram and twitter at the dorseman john dorsey one on twitter and you can find me mostly on the just one more podcasts facebook group that Mm -hmm. is where we give all of our updates like christian said we give our updates about when we're going to be going live for twitch streams uh we engage with the community a little bit by asking you to pick what kind of game you would like us to play and then uh give announcements on the poll and that's another thing guys we don't know what we're playing next week uh no, as we don't when we're recording this video um it is right now between middle earth shadow of mordor and lego star wars so yeah. head over to just one more podcasts.com and vote in the poll for what you would like to see us play those were all suggestions given to us by people that watch the podcast and we try to narrow them down from there and see what you guys would like to see us play the most so let us know what you guys would like to see and uh go vote in the poll i think it might well, it might be closed actually by the time this episode's coming yeah, out. yeah by the time mm. this episode goes up i'm pretty sure it'll be closed but we should have shortly thereafter a new poll going yeah. up because we try to play one community picked game every month give or take right so there will most likely be another poll so please go vote in there the current poll can always be found just right on the home page you just scroll on down a little bit and it's just right there near the top so very easy to find over on the website Mm -hmm. um but after that we are playing a little bit of a game called see no evil i don't know much of that off the top of my head so tune in to whatever the poll winner episode is to hear more about see no evil i guess i'm i'm excited i'm excited for that because i don't know anything about that game yeah i remember when i picked it i remember thinking it was interesting but i don't remember anything else about it so (laughs) so yeah 
but that'll be down the road. In the meantime, thank you so much, everybody, for watching and or listening and for engaging with us as a community. Uh, we have a pretty small, little close-knit fan group type thing going here, but we appreciate all of you guys coming out and watching the videos and listening to the podcast and joining in on the streams. We appreciate that so much because you don't have to, but you do. And we love it. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.